Hey, good morning, or I guess good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and welcome to 2022. We are in a new year, and it's already the end of the week. Where did it go? I'm sure a lot of you have been doing New Year's resolutions and goals and writing down plans for the new year. And so I just want to encourage you as you listen to this podcast episode to keep prayer um, at the forefront of your mind. And after this episode, I hope that it will encourage you to make it a priority in 2022. I have a special guest, Val Warner. She is founder of Val Marie Paper, and she does prayer journals, prayer courses, and she just wrote a book called Praying Confidently. So welcome today. Oh, it's going to be such a beautiful year. Uh, We are going to look ahead and we are going to just let God lead in our lives. And I just am believing for so much, you know, goodness to come to your life. I pray for situations to turn around. I pray that you will continue to step forward in faith and not in fear. And so welcome and let's get started. Welcome, Valerie, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk. Yeah, me too. I love that. I just um, all that you do with Valerie Marie Paper, but also just like the prayer courses, the prayer journals, and now your new prayer book. So obviously, prayer is very important to you, um, as it yeah. is for me. And I'm always trying to encourage people to pray, make time to pray. And you have the resources to kind of help people achieve that. And so I kind of want to go back to like your testimony, your story and um, how it all began. How did you start your business and what really encouraged you to start these prayer journals? Yeah. So I, I was actually a, a wedding planner for several years and ended up doing wedding stationery, doing that at the time that I was pregnant with my first daughter. And I was just super anxious about pregnancy. I feel like I feel everything, a new sensation in my body and pregnancy will definitely give you lots of those. So mm-hmm. it was just a very overwhelming time. And I knew, I knew like, if I don't, if I am not praying through this, if I don't figure out how to pray through this, for the things that I wanted to pray for, I am going to be a basket case. And, um, I, I actually like thought of this format and I really thought it had to exist. So I like Googled for two months to try to find like this journal. I was just like, somebody has made this before. And whenever I couldn't find it, my printer who does my wedding invitations, he was like, I can print this for you, but you need to make 50 of them. Like he couldn't just make run off one. And, um, he, uh, I ended up sharing on Instagram with like the audience that I had just from weddings And it just kind of took off from there. Very unexpectedly was not trying to make a business. Hate to say that, but like it for myself and um, the Lord grew it, you know? Yeah. And I think it's typically when we're not striving for it, that that's when God can move the most. And so that's usually when he does. And, you know, if he, he wants us all to pray, so he's going to breathe his life into the, that. And so it's cool to know that you have sold what, like more than a hundred thousand prayer journals now. And so that's just so cool to think about every single person that those, that journal has touched, you know? So how does that feel? How did it grow into what it is today? Um, uh, you know, I, I, we came in at a, I, I feel like I always have to say this because it's very different. Like the industry is very different now. Like there are tons of different products. We came in 
and there wasn't a lot out there. So I think that started, you know, like it just gave people something that was like, okay, this isn't just like a target journal or like something from like a Christian bookstore. This is like a boutique product that is like geared towards like being really practical. And, um, so I think that helped us in the beginning. And then over time, like even we've had years where like the competition would just felt like it was crushing and it just felt like you just start feeling like, okay, we need to start coming up with so many different things to stay competitive. Mm. But, um, I guess it was 2016. I felt like the Lord was really calling me pare down and focus on prayer. It made a really big difference in our business. We grew from that, um, which was, that's always like a scary thing to like pare down, but the Lord knew what he was doing. And we just trusted him with that decision. And um, now I feel like like it has grown because we're so focused on like helping the heart, like not just giving you a journal, but really transforming, like giving you the tools that you need to actually use it because, and that's kind of where the book came in and the course it's like, we can address the outer um, distractions, but there's internal struggles too, that keep us from praying. And that's kind of, kind of what the other products deal with. Yeah, absolutely. You talk a lot about that and how to kind of overcome those distractions. So what are maybe just a few without giving away your yeah. course or giving away the book, but what are some practical tips that you, you live by, but also encourage other people to incorporate into their daily life? Yes. So I think, um, there are, like I said, the external distractions, which might just be like busyness or being in a loud room with kids, different things like that. And I think the journal kind of focuses on that, but the other things, there's a lot of internal struggles that we have, and it can start with, um, what our expectations are of prayer like who we know God to be, if we don't believe that he is good, if we don't believe that he is capable, if we don't believe that he is um, willing and hears us, then we're not going to pray. Like it's, it's, we're just not going to pray or we're going to pray and get disappointed when things don't happen a certain way. And we're going to think he's not loving. And then we're going to stop praying or we're going to stop praying because we don't see him work and we think he can't do anything. So that's like the starting point. It's literally the first chapter in the book. Cause we want to get a good grasp on who God is and, um, start there with our expectations for prayer. There's so many others. Um, uh, like literally I'm drawing a blank, but the, another <laughs> bit, it's like, okay, I've talked about this. I should know this, right? <laughs> no. Um, one of another big one is feeling like you have to come to God in a like specific way. Um, Mm -hmm. We've gotten lots of questions about like, you know, I feel like I don't incorporate this enough, or I feel like I'm praying too much for this, or Mm -hmm. what if I'm not adoring or confess, you know, like a lot of specifics that I think can overwhelm us and make us feel like it just, it's just paralyzing to feel like there's a right way to pray. And I don't know how to do that. And it's not that intense. You know, if we can, no, it's just a conversation from yeah, our heart. Yeah. I can see where I can see where that can be a internal yeah. struggle. Especially, you know, if you didn't grow up praying and you're now mm-hmm. just like wanting to get closer to God, but you're like, I have no idea how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and having prayer modeled for us is has been a big thing that we've learned. Like the people who are super comfortable praying, it's because they've seen that. So you know, like if that's somebody out there right now listening, thinking, I want to pray, you know, pray with somebody older than you or somebody who is comfortable praying and hear those words. It's it's powerful. Yeah, I agree. I actually believe like I've, I mean, prayer has been just, I've been entrenched in it my whole life. And so it's so important to me, but 
it's really awesome to be around others who are maybe a little more seasoned, um, mm-hmm. and experienced and honestly more prophetic to where they just have like this language, like prayer language that I have enjoyed hearing because then yeah. now I incorporate, I incorporate their, some of those words because it's, it's praying from scripture too. Cause when you're more seasoned, yeah. you can pray from scripture, pray, um, you know, more authority, like having more authority in, in your word. Yeah. Um, so it's been really fun to hear, um, people around me the way that they pray, because then you do kind of start to, um, just take on those words that with, with a little more confidence and a little more authority. Yeah. I think that's so, that's a great tip to pray with. Well, other and people. that's, I think that's great that you see it like that. Cause I know some people can see praying with others as like, Oh, I'm comparing myself and look at how great they pray. But if we could have that attitude of like, listen, if you are praying with somebody who's prayed a lot, just open your ears and like, just hear how, like learn from that and not don't see it as like a, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I, you know, like feel insecure about that. Yeah. So I think that's just a great, a great le- like thing to remember about that. Yeah. You never learn or you don't grow if you don't try. So it's, that's been, cause it, it is uncomfortable. Let's get real. It's uncomfortable yeah. when you, if you, if you feel like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to pray. All these people are praying so well. And it's like, yeah. but we're putting a marker on the, like, oh, that prayer is better, but God only hears, he hears all of our prayers the same. So I think we have to be reminded too, that like your prayer matters, your words matter and somebody's prayer isn't just better than yours, you know, like it all matters. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So you wrote your new book and Mm -hmm. what encouraged you to write a book? Because you have already been writing your prayer journals, you have your prayer course, uh, what encouraged you to write your book? Yeah. So, um, I actually have a friend, um, she owns well-watered women. I know some people know Gretchen, but, um, we were just chatting one day and she was like, Val, I think you need to write a book on prayer. And I was like, why would I do that? There's all (laughs) these like, you know, big like names. Tim Keller has books on prayer, just all these men through history and and lots of women too, who have degrees. And you're just kind of like, what do I have to offer? And she really planted the seed that, you know, there are people out there who are not going to go pick those books up and they are going to want to grow in their prayer life, but maybe they need something that's just a little more accessible. So that like planted the seed that like a book was possible and not just like, oh, you know, like not just yeah. being like, I can't do that. But, um, I felt like after just so many conversations with our audience, like I knew the struggles, like the things that held them back. And I feel like this happened with my last book too, where like this outline just kind of like falls out and you're just like, whoa, this, I'm a very like structured person, as you can tell from the journals, but like, I liked being able to lay it out in a very, like, this makes sense. We're talking about what struggles we have and how to overcome them. And from there, it was like, I just got so excited to share this resource because kind of like we were saying, there's external struggles, but there's a lot of internal things. And it's been cool to see how people have gained so much confidence. And I mean, I know that's in the title, um, (laughs) but like, it really is just cool to hear like people say, like, I feel like I have this like foundation and I'm not just kind of like praying and then like, not really sure, you know, what's going to happen next. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I mean, every resource in, in your growth, and your faith walk is so important. Um, and that's why it's so important to also 
um, support, you know, people that you follow that you are encouraging you in your faith walk. Um, so the book is called pray confidently and consistently. And so what can someone expect from it? Is it kind of all of the tips that we discussed? Um, or do you go into more depth? Yeah. So, um, it's based off of Hebrews 12, one, the verse about, you know, throwing off the weights and running unencumbered. And basically it's like 15 weights that are holding back our prayer life. And, um, it just kind of addresses what those things are and then how to overcome them. And, um, just in really practical ways, I feel like as you know, a lot of things that are going to be in the book are going to be like, once you learn it, it's going to, you know, some things it's like, it takes practice to do over and over again to ch- change us. But some things it's like, if I just knew that it's going to change the way I pray forever. Yeah. So it's kind of a mix of those two things of like a good foundation and then practical tips of like how to be consistent with it. Yeah. I think that's uh, the hardest part for most people is because we have busy lives. I think your audience and mine as well are mm-hmm. like new moms or moms or, yeah. or just in seasons of life of busyness and overwhelm. And so how do you find the time, um, make the time to, to pray, to be with God yeah. and, and how have you seen that change throughout your life? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I feel like having, I, I've always been a morning person, so I know that doesn't help oh, everybody, but God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so I'm not. Well, and I'm also an introvert. So like being up before everybody else is yeah. Like it's necessary. Like I know some people can wake up when their kids wake up and I cannot do that. Like it happens. It definitely happens. But for the most part, I will get myself out of bed for that reason alone of just like, I just need 30 minutes to Uh myself. Yeah. But that, you know, I think that's like one reason why we love the journals is because you don't have to have this big chunk of time. getting your mind together and focused, you're able to jump right in. But prayer for me looks a lot like that a little bit of time in the morning where I write out a prayer. Um, and writing helps me just because if I write out the whole, like I'm not able to get as distracted. Um, Mm -hmm. but it also looks like a lot of praying with my kids. And I noticed that my time in the morning shrunk when I had kids, but I actually started praying more throughout my day because we had so many things to pray about. Like somebody yeah. gets hurt. Like our kids. Oh my Please. gosh. Yeah. I'm praying yes. for them like every second of every day. Cause I have two boys and they are just yeah. wild. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I am like, Oh my gosh. It also reminds me too, though. Think of like all of the times that I could have got hurt. I could have been in a bad position in my high school years. And it reminds Mm -hmm. me now as a mom of my mother's prayers. And I'm like, wow, like how much did my mother's prayers protect me? Because I literally got out of every single bad thing that could have happened. Um, so it reminds me to also, I got to pray consistently confidently for my kiddos. So, so that's great to be able to wake up and that's actually like a goal of mine. I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I am, I'm not a morning person, but I am an introvert. And so I realized that if I don't take time for myself, I get just burnt out and, and mm-hmm. overwhelmed and almost like I'm mourning the Holy spirit, you know, like I'm like, I'm, I'm hungry for God, yeah. but when you're not taking the time, that's when, that's when stress comes in. That's when overwhelm comes in. That's when anxiety comes in. Um, Cause we're not focused on what God is saying. We're focused on just what we're doing. 
I think one of the biggest questions that a new believer or even just a seasoned believer would have is how do you hear from God? And, and that to hear from him is through prayer. Oh, but how do you, because I do know that you talk about that and you help Mm -hmm. others in your prayer course. So what are maybe just a few things to maybe encourage people to start listening or hearing? Yeah, absolutely. I love this question because this is something that we hear so much. Like, like you said, seasoned believers, new believers, everybody struggles with this because we know how to talk. We don't know how to listen as well. And I don't say that to be harsh. Like that's just, you know, it's, it's easier to talk. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it, our world is, we can be so reactive in our world. You know, like a lot of the things that we do are a response to what is happening mm-hmm. and prayer is not somebody knocking on our door. Phys- I mean, like there's a verse that talks about God knocks on our door, the door of our hearts and stuff, but it's not like this morning he's waking us up with an alarm saying, Hey, come pray with me. Come sit down. This is important. We have to make that decision and we have to choose that. And that's very hard to do. And we are in a a time, especially where we've accepted that busyness and overwhelm and just the fast pacedness of our life is just normal. And so it's hard how do we cram in prayer or listening to that? Like it requires leaving space for God. And, um, you know, a lot of the times I think like I've had, I started doing this once a month, like Sabbath day, where it's like the first day, the first work day of my month, I basically don't do any work. And it's basically like an exercise of trust. Like when I feel like, Oh, I like have so many things to do. I should be working. Like, it's just a, a day to be like, you know what? this is God's business. This is not mine. Like I can rest and the whole thing is not going to fall apart, but it has been the sweetest days where I feel like God speaks on so many things that I'm like waiting to hear from him, but it's because I give him space. I'll read like a whole book of the, like an epistle, not like a whole book of like, you know, (laughs) a big one, but a short one, like Philippians or something. And then I'll just have more time praying and I won't like listen to a lot of podcasts or TV or anything like that. And I'm just like, okay, so God, in my mind, I'm thinking if I did this every day, like, would you be like talking to me all the time? You know, it's, yeah. and, and you can't do that every day. You got to work, but it's just a good <laughs> reminder that he's willing to speak to us. He is so willing to speak mm-hmm. to us. We just have to open our ears and you know, that's, that's harder, but you yeah. know, that's that, I think that's the lesson that we have to figure out. Yeah. T- um, making the time, like if you have time to get your Starbucks or you have time to, you know, go to the gym, then you have time to spend Mm -hmm. with God. Like it's just our priorities, but I love that it, what you're mentioning about listening, because, um, especially for those who maybe own your own business. Um, cause even for me, like, I mean, I'm constant, there's a thousand things that I could be doing every day, but I was, I was feeling a little overwhelmed from just like, the last three months, three months, three weeks being home sick, you know, it's like not feeling non-productive. Um, and I'm like, I just really need to bust workout. But then I was feeling like so much, like, I just want God. And so I, that's what I did yesterday. I just, Oh, wow. Yeah. The whole day. And I said, I'm not going to work unless I need to, but like, it was more so I just tidied up my office. I had no music, Mm -hmm. no podcast. And it's just so peaceful. And I think that's what we're lacking is peace. So 
So when we come to yeah. God with our like, which we, we should always go to God regardless of your emotions, but yeah, it's like so incredible when you do spend the time with him, because he does fill those voids of those areas of overwhelm and anxiety. And he fills them with peace. And it's just, um, cool to feel such a wholeness when you, when you, um, spend time with God. Yeah, absolutely. So as a mama and a business owner, how do you do it? <laughs> how do you juggle it all? Yeah. Oh man. So I'm, we'll be very, uh, I don't know what the word is, but obvious and say, I pray about everything like decisions that just because you can't do everything. And, you know, I'm a very ambitious person. Like I have a life coach and our conversations are not around how do we get Valerie to do more, but how do we get Valerie to slow down <laughs> and like, just focus on what's important because it's very easy to just like pile on so many different things. So I think for me, it, 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 it re like we actually had a book that it never even came out. Maybe it'll come out one day, but it's called lead, not driven. And it was based on my word for the year a few years ago. And it was just this idea that like, I'm constantly trying to run ahead of God and do so many different things and a lifestyle of being led instead of like, Mm -hmm. so driven in what I want to do is so different, but man, if we can figure out how to keep going to him for all these little decisions, then we won't pile in so much that we can't do it all. And, you know, like, I, and, and that's hard because I still make mistakes and I still put too much in and have stressful seasons, but the more and more that I listen and I say no to things that I know he's asking me to say no to the more everything that's important does fit better than, you know, not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> you sound, it sounds right up my alley. Everything you just said. I'm like, I have learned in the past five years. He, he has showed me just yeah. how important it is to not strive for everything on your own and yeah. uh, pile it all in, but to really be led because that's the only time that he can truly do what needs to be done is if we allow him to lead. That's such, yeah, that's so good. That's so good. If you could sum it up in a few words or a few sentences, what does prayer mean to you? Yeah. So prayer is, um, it's this conversation that we get to have with God, but it is literally a taste of heaven. It is, you know, if we think about heaven as being like spending eternity in God's presence, like we get to experience that on earth. And that's like, it, it is a privilege. Like, it's just humbling to think that, that this is even possible. And so often we make it like this is a obligation or I've got to check it off my list or um, like we're annoyed that we have to do this. But like, I just, um, it just like, uh, and you can tell I'm getting like flustered or emotional. Yeah. Well, I just want to like shake us all and shake myself too. Cause I, I get into it too, of just shake us out of this thought that this is a burden. Like we, if we want to go to heaven, if we want to spend eternity with God, what do you think? Like it, this is, this is part of that. And, um, we don't, I don't want to miss it. Like, I don't want to get to heaven and be like, yeah, like this is, I'm so glad to be here, but then have missed out on everything that we could have had here. Yeah. And God's gracious. Like, you know, like it, it's, it's not this like demand thing. It is a absolute privilege and something he calls us to because he knows how, how much we need it. Like, I don't think God needs our prayers or like in that way, like he's not like well, waiting say, for us. Because like, it's our, out. yeah. Yes. Yes. He's not like, um, he doesn't require it for his, 
being sustained or something. It is for us. And we, we just see it as like, I'll do God this favor. And that's, you know, it's, it's not it. So yeah, that, that I answered that kind of weird, but no, that's so good. I mean, it's, it's hard to put into words because it is a feeling and an emotion and you don't understand the peace and you don't understand just the fullness and like the intimate relationship mm-hmm. you get with God. And unless you have prayed, yes. and you know what it means to be close to God. So I think that's what you're saying too, is just like, you just want everyone to just go and pray. And, yeah. and like, I mean, it's just like, he's our father. He wants communication with us. And they're like, it's not a right or a wrong way to do mm-hmm. it. You just, you just go. Um, there's a song by Brandon, like talking to Jesus that I just thought of. And I just think I love it because it's about prayer, but it's like just talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good song. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So how can people get your book and your course and the prayer journals and everything else that you are doing, um, to encourage, encourage everyone to pray? Yes. So, um, I, Valmarie paper is where you can find everything. I actually got off Instagram, my personal Instagram earlier this year, but Valmarie paper, we have an Instagram there for our business, but, um, yeah, everything's there. And I connect with my audience on like a newsletter every month, but besides that, it's all at valmariepaper.com. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much Val for joining me and talking about your book and about prayer. And I hope that we can stay connected as well for all that you're, you're going to do. Cause you need, you need to, you need to release that book. It, everyone needs it. I, I know I, I do. You just got to do it. it. <laughs> well, thanks so for having me. I'm, I'm glad I got to chat with you today. Yes. Yeah, same. Have a great day. Hopefully now you're inspired to go get on your knees and pray and make it a priority in this new year. I just love listening to Val's heart and I love all of her resources. So I do hope that you go check her out at Val Marie Paper. Uh, Follow her on Instagram and check out her new book. So I'm just going to leave you with a prayer um, to keep you inspired and just to bless you today. Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray over everyone that is listening. We just thank you, Lord God for your love, your love so that we may seek you and seek your heart in prayer, Father. Thank you for seeing us no matter where we are in whatever journey we are in, Father. Thank you for seeing us and hearing us and hearing our prayers um, no matter whether we believe it's a good prayer or not. You hear our words and you see us and you know us. Father God, you know our thoughts before we speak them, but you you desire us to come to you, to come to you in prayer, to come to you in our in our struggles and in our triumphs. We just glorify your name today, Father. We just praise your holy name for all that you have done in our lives and all that you are going to do this year. We are believing in expectation, we are believing in faith that what we are praying for are the the same desires of your heart, Father. You give us the desires of our heart. And if we are praying for anything that is not in line with you, Father, please help us to see that. Please help our prayers to be aligned with your will, Father. We surrender our control. We surrender our ways. And we will allow you to lead in our lives. We believe that you are good. We believe that you can do all things. And we just pray right now for a strength in our spirit 
strengthen our spirits to know you more, to hear you more, to have the patience and the self-control to listen to you more. Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this new year, and we just love you so very much. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, thank you again for listening. It just means the world to me to be able to hop on here and just connect with you. I would love if you would um, send a DM, connect on social at Heart of Purpose Podcast, or just email me. That's fine too at hello at DesireeSigfried.com. If you have a testimony that you would love to share, I would love to hear it. And in the coming you know, season, I would love to be able to share a lot more testimonies on the podcast. So if you have one that you would love to share with others, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. And in the meantime, have a beautiful, beautiful day.